Welcome to the News and Views podcast by the Fintech Times. Established in 2016, the Fintech Times is a global multimedia news outlet centered around the world's first leading fintech newspaper. We report on the latest and brightest ideas from the fintech world. Follow the conversation using hashtag TFC News and Views and follow us at the Fintech Times. Hi, I'm Polly and I'm a journalist at the Fintech Times. Hi, I'm Manisha. I'm the marketing coordinator at the Fintech Times. And this week, we're going to be talking about buy now, pay later. So Manisha, what did you look at this week? So this week, I looked at buy now, pay later and what effect it has it had on the US market. So it's been introduced to the market quite recently and, of course, has been amplified after the pan- pandemic. Um, the model has completely changed the way people pay and it's made it more flexible for consumers. And buy now, pay later, you know, doesn't have to be only be used for cheap you know, products. It can now be used for expensive items such as healthcare, dental care and vehicle repairs. And today, buy now, pay later is popular when purchasing clothing, small ticket retail and impulsive transactions. And it, allow, it allows consumers to pay in small installments. So, for example, Square acquiring Australian company Afterpay for an extortionate $29 billion has had a huge impact on the BNPL industry. And that exemplifies how the industry has grown globally. However, the issues found is that you know, the first version of buy now, pay later service shows when consumers use the term pay in four, which is essentially paying in small in, in four small installments for impulse purchases, is heavily unregulated in the US. So these installments are not reported to the national credit reporting agencies, and they don't actually allow cons- customers to build their credit profile. There is an updated version of buy now, pay later point one, and it allows consumers to purchase more expensive things, especially in life changing scenarios. You know, for example, upgrading to a high tech phone or if they have a leak in their bathroom. However, the limitation of this is that there is a limit to how much consumers can spend and it's normally capped at around six hundred dollars. Now, with the evolution of buy now, pay later point two, the updated version, which stands for buy now, pay smarter. There has been a solution created for consumers that need to spend in meaningful or meaningful life events, which the latest version of BNPL can offer. So consumers should now feel more comfortable and secure, you know, and they financially secure and shouldn't panic when faced with an emergency and they need to spend a high sum of money, you know, such as on education, healthcare, car repairs, and, you know, now you can even spend it on holidays. Not only does this make life easier, it also eliminates the risk of the point of sale lending and therefore avoiding heavy debts um there are many many versions of the original buy now pay later advertises zero interest no application or no fees but when a customer misses a payment by a day or even a dollar they find themselves receiving a letter of debt and so with the second version of buy now pay later um they aim to work with large corporate companies who can scale up and drive costs down Therefore, if a consumer does miss a payment, it will nowhere near have a large impact and this will ensure financial security and contribute to their well-being. To summarise, point of sale financing is growing way more than unsecured lending and that will probably continue to rise and massively contribute to the decrease in credit cards, cash, etc. And bank and large firms who haven't updated their version of um, buy now, pay later and are still using the pay in full instalments need to be build a scalable business model if they want to target the younger generation and this will allow customers to have more flexibility and have longer payment plans and i think in terms of the us the us payment landscape is going through a severe change in the payment industry and will 
and this buy now pay later will probably redefine the future completely and build a new level of transparency for consumers police you looked at something similar yeah so i wanted to look at buy now pay later as well and sort of the effects that it's having on consumers um, and sort of looking more in terms of how buy now pay later uh, marries up to credit cards and the kind of differences between the two so obviously buy now pay later as Misha was saying is absolutely a hot topic at the moment um, within fintech and out in the real world as well uh, so usage of buy now pay later has exploded particularly across the uk um, as well obviously with the us as manisha was saying i mean actually a review into the market by the financial conduct authority found that usage had quadrupled to 2.7 billion in 2020 in the uk alone uh, so there's been a particular uptake among younger generations. So 18 to 24 year olds are more likely to use buy now pay later schemes than a credit card, which is according to money.co.uk's shop now stress later report. And this report also highlighted that young shoppers were particularly susceptible to the marketing tactics of BNPL brands, with one in eight 18 to 24 year olds highlighting that social media influencers impacted their decision to use the products. Um, and that figure is actually up by a quarter when you compare it to data from 2020. Um, so the main kind of debate, if you will, uh, that we're seeing at the moment, um, at least it's definitely what I'm noticing in any case, um, is whether buy now, pay later services are better for consumer finances than traditional credit. So Klarna, one of the buy now, pay later giants, um, launched their hashtag why pay interest campaign, which was a few months ago. Um, and they were saying that the company saved UK consumers £76 million in credit card fees alone last year, uh, with their campaign focusing on the differences between buy now, pay later products and credit cards. Um, so for reference, British consumers paid £5.7 billion in credit card interest and fees in 2020 alone. So obviously that's a very big number. Um, and some in the industry believe that consumers are better off using buy now, pay later models and sort of similar kind of products. Um, as it works out cheaper to credit cards, as they don't usually charge interest or late payment fees. So with credit cards offering larger borrowing limits and in theory allowing consumers to rack up a lot of debt very quickly, buy now, pay later firms provide an alternative that focuses on each individual purchase, granting credit on a case-by-case -case basis, rather than giving you a card that has however much as a limit on it and letting you go wild. Um, however, as I said, this is a hot topic in the industry currently, um, and some leaders um, within fintech and finance are concerned about the increase of the use of buy now, pay later, and whether consumers understand what it is that they're signing up for. So Mink Hermans, who is the co-founder and CEO at Borrow Free, said, what I feel is one of the key issues with buy now, pay later is that people don't really have the idea that they're spending money. The consumer journey has detached itself completely from the fact you're actually spending your money and could even be spending money that you don't have that you will need to pay back later. Um, Hermans also invited that recent research conducted by Borrow Free found that 20% of all BNPL consumers felt that they weren't informed properly of what the consequences were should they not pay back on time, which is a bit of an issue. So the problem of sort of fast getting into debt um, is important. So even though um, buy now, pay later companies often sort of evaluate on a purchase by purchase basis, there is still the opportunity there of spending money that you don't necessarily have. Um, that you then need to somehow pay back on time. So James Andrews from money.co.uk um, advised that their research 
um, also showed that BNPL providers' useful marketing appeal and use of social media influencers continues to encourage shoppers to sign up and potentially spend more money than they can realistically afford. Again, this is sort of looking at the more younger generation. Um, And he said, as with any form of debt, it's important to fully understand the risks associated before committing yourself to any kind of contract or agreement. A failure to do so could easily spiral into a cycle of debt you can't get out of. Um, And certainly this is an issue when you think of how many young people are interested in buy now, pay later schemes um, and having them get into debt at an early age is obviously a problem that needs solving in some cases. Um, There are also some questions around the practicality of buy now, pay later. So for example, using a credit card actually helps you build up your credit score. So a credit score obviously is something that is pretty much essential for navigating your life in terms of finances. So if you want to take out a loan or a mortgage or anything like that, you need to have a good credit score. Um, And having a credit card and using your credit effectively and responsibly, uh, for example, repaying, you know, small balances on your credit card regularly uh, can actually help you build up your credit score and make it better and look good to lenders and help you get, you know, your mortgage or whatever it is that you want to borrow. Um, Buy now, pay later companies do not tend to report spending or missed payments to credit reference agencies. So your score will not be affected. But then obviously your score also won't be affected in a positive way. Um, so that is sort of a bit of an issue when if you're not using a credit card to build up your score, how are you going to build up your score when you're using buy now, pay later companies? However, it is worth mentioning that these uh, companies are looking into this factor. And I believe Klarna has said that they are looking into this and seeing how they can sort of assess the issue. Um, And it isn't all doom and gloom. However, I think it's important to sort of say how, buy now pay later services and products can actually be a very useful tool you just have to use them correctly but this can be said of pretty much any financial product out there you know everything unfortunately comes with some sense of risk Um, and as long as you understand exactly what it is you're getting into and the implications of what it is you're getting into you'll tend to be when it comes to products like this you know you will get the benefits of it and benefit from these products and services Buy Now Pay Later can actually be a really great way to help people get connected with their finances and stay in budget. And, you know, as long as it's used responsibly, it can be just such a fantastic financial tool. Again, looking at the young people and the younger generations, it can be a great tool for them to help them really understand and engage with their finances. Um, So sort of in conclusion, as it was said by the CEO of MoneyNet and uh, Yishe Triff, BMPL can be an important, much needed stimulus for the world economy, providing the facility to bring more people into the market and leaving fewer priced out. Thanks for listening to the News and Views podcast by the Fintech Times. Don't miss next week's episode and continue the conversations using hashtag TFT News and Views and follow us at the Fintech Times.